As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. There has been an explosion in the amount of data available in soccer lately, but there's one emerging measurement that's still being refined but could become vitally important. John Muller is here to talk about it and how it applies to recent research on goalkeepers. I'm Alex Abnos from The Athletic, and this is Soccer Every Day for Monday, March 21st. But first, as usual, it's your TV guide for today. All times are Eastern, and it's a really short one because a lot of leagues are on break now because of the international break. We do have World Cup qualifying today in the Oceania division. Papua New Guinea plays New Caledonia at 10 a.m., and then at 1 p.m., New Zealand, which is, of course, the favorite in this particular region, takes on Fiji. That's about it, really, for in terms of top-level games. With that, we'll send it over to John Muller. It is Monday, which means I have John Muller here with me to talk about something analytics, data, tactics related. Uh, those are three very different things. But uh, John, is, you're here, and today we're talking about something you can just that say nerdy, by the way, if you want. Ner- to yeah, just nerdy things. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's how I'll shorthand it from now on. Um, John, you're here today, but not talking about maybe a trend in 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 the current game, but rather about something you saw in data collection that is interesting about a thing that is very important in soccer, which is not often talked about, at least not in this level of detail, goalkeeper positioning. And by positioning, I don't mean necessarily like where they are in the box, but though that's part of it, but body position, the yeah, shape like, that the like body makes. Right, goalkeeper's technique. Technique might be a, a more official word for that same thing. You wrote a story about two different sort of data sets gathered by by uh, different people. Can you tell us just about who sort of the characters are here? Yeah, so I, I talked to two different researchers who kind of worked on the same problem, which was what kind of technique should goalkeepers use in different situations uh, to stop one-on-ones with a striker. And uh, one person had done it. His name is John Harrison. Uh, he had collected almost four seasons worth of data. He recorded like every single goalkeeper action in the Premier League. He does this all by hand. He spent an incredible amount of time. He's That's a, crazy. a Cambridge University student and goalkeeper who like got really into this thing. And 
you know, there's just not good data on technique. There's not good data on like what players are doing with their bodies. Most of our data looks like sort of X, Y coordinates, where they are on the pitch. And maybe like, did they do a dribble? Did they do a pass? But like, you can't do anything involving technique with that. You have to collect data yourself. So John Harrison did this manually uh, for years. He built models. He came up with like, okay, you know, in central areas, goalkeepers should do a spread, which is kind of like a starfish pose. If they're out like kind of to the side of goal, but still pretty close to goal, they should like engage and try to block, which is a different pose. Uh, if they're a little farther out, they do like a, a passive set. You know, he's got different techniques that should be applied in different situations. Right. Um, and, and it was really cool research. But then I found at Sloan this year, Sloan is a big conference for nerds. Uh, it's at MIT and like they do cool research and stuff. Anyway, some guys presented a paper that was kind of like Harrison's work, but done in a different sort of more automated algorithmic way. And so I thought it was really cool to compare these two approaches to this one research problem. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. And what are sort of the differences in, in the data sets here? You mentioned the first one is, is very manual in terms of how the, the body positions are recorded and everything. Does that mean that the, the second set that you mentioned is, is much more, I don't know, technical, a little bit more, more digitally inclined, is, if, if, that's, if that's the term? Uh, for it. I, I think that's fair. So this the second data set uh, came from researchers at the University of South ha Southampton. Uh, one of them is named Ryan Beal. He worked for a couple startups in the analytics space, uh, but it was led by a master's student who had learned a little bit about computer vision and was really eager to apply it. And so what, what they did was they started with event data and they identified 1v1 situations because stats bomb event data has like kind of where players are off the ball, right? So they could sure. figure out when a keeper was stopping a shot one-on-one -on -one with the striker. And then there was like a little manual element because they had to go and manually clip like screenshots of all of these things. Uh, you know, you could potentially scale this, but they did that part manually. Then they fed all these images into an algorithm that basically turned these images of goalkeepers into three-dimensional stick figures and could tell you, you know, uh, not, it, it didn't name the positions right away. It just like had stick figures and said their bodies are doing this at the time of the save. Then they applied a clustering algorithm that grouped these things into like four different techniques. And then they modeled that to see which of these four techniques was the right one to apply in different situations. So the end result was a lot like what Harrison had done, but they got there by a different way uh, that involved a lot more kind of algorithmic data collection. Do one or maybe both of these people have any maybe further plans for this data? Is there anything else that you think that can be gleaned from it besides just like what the best position is to stop a one-on-one? -on -one? I'm thinking of like corner kicks and, and set pieces and, and things like that. Do they have any, any aims there? 
Yeah. So, I mean, definitely those guys are, are going to keep working on this sort of thing. But if the question is like, where does body pose data go next? Like what else yeah. can we learn from it about the game? I think that's a really interesting question. That's going to be kind of a big one in the future of data analytics and soccer, maybe like five or 10 years down the road, because it turns out it's really hard. I've talked to this dude named Adria Arbois, who works for Zealous Analytics, which is like a, a high-end consulting firm for data analytics. He just did a whole PhD in just trying to figure out like how to get body pose data and like orientation data and you know all the really detailed stuff that even tracking data doesn't have, how to get that out of images. And so like, you know, guys who are really smart and are working really hard on this stuff are still struggling to get decent, you know, kind of information, even out of like multi-camera tracking data setups. Uh, when they get it, obviously there's a ton of really valuable stuff that you can get from that, uh, but we're not there yet. And I don't think that any team, as far as I know, is doing anything with this yet. So it's kind of a cool like glimpse into the future of what data will look like in this sport. That's very interesting. Uh, anybody that wants to read more about this particular uh, set of body pose data as it concerns goalkeepers can read John Muller's piece, which is up on The Athletic and will be linked in this show's description. John, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all.